Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. We're examining John chapter 14. And if you've been with us in previous episodes, Uh, You've seen what Jesus has said. He told them that whoever believes in him will do the works that I do and even greater works. We see that in John 14, 12. And then in verses 13, 14, and 15, he told them, Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And we talked about that. Uh, That This is not a thing where we just add that little addendum in the name of Jesus, amen. So therefore the Lord has to do it. No, it's literally that we uh, love him. We're about to see that in a second. We keep his commandments, that we abide in him. We'll see that in the next chapter. And that in doing this, that we actually have the mind of the Lord, which has come from the Father. And that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And so the thing that we are asking is the thing that he desires to do. Verse 14, he said, if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So now we pick up verse 16. Jesus continued to speak here. He says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. That's an interesting phrase. Jesus will ask the Father, and the Father will give you another helper And this helper will be with you, be with us forever, verse 17, even the spirit of truth. So the Lord tells us who this other helper is. It's the Holy Spirit, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So some really interesting things here uh, that he's telling the disciples at that time and that he's telling us. He says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And he says, I will do this. I will ask the Father, and he will give another. He will give the Holy Spirit who will be with you forever. A lot of times when you hear people uh, teaching and speaking about end-time things and, and the such, it's nearly like, well, the Holy Spirit's not going to be around. You know, that it's gone and sort of fulfilled his role and function. Uh-uh. He says that the Holy Spirit's going to be with us forever. And it's the spirit of truth. And the world does not know him. Well, as believers, sometimes we sort of take that for granted, right? But I think this actually helps us to understand some things that happen within the organizational church. Because within the organizational church, there are many tears. There are many people who are religious and go about all sorts of nice, good things, and yet they're not truly saved, okay? They truly don't know the Lord, and because of that, they can't receive the Spirit. They haven't received the Spirit. Now, quite often they talk about seeking the Spirit and having the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit talks to them, et cetera, and et cetera. There is a Spirit talking to them, but it's not the Holy Spirit, and I think this is uh, the source of a lot of troubles that we have within the body of Christ because we've sort of done away with one of the gifts of the Spirit that would come in really handy with this. There's the gift of the Spirit whereby someone is able to discern spirits, the discerning of spirits. 
Okay, whether something is of the Holy Spirit or of an unholy spirit. And so the Lord tells us right here, point blank, that the world cannot receive the Spirit, but you know Him. And if you know the Son, you will know the Father, and you will know the Spirit, for He dwells with you and will be in you. The Holy Spirit dwells within true believers, not within fake believers, and not within those of the world. Then verse 18, Jesus continues on. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And so you see, wait a minute, he says he's going to send one of the same kind, the Holy Spirit, but now he's saying, I will come to you. And it just gives us more insight into the triune nature of the Godhead, of Father and Son and Spirit. How he's already said repeatedly that I'm in the Father and Father is in me. Watch what he's about to say that related to us. But now he's saying, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I will come to you. And so the Holy Spirit coming to us, being granted by Father, sent by the Son, is Jesus literally coming to us and not abandoning us. He's not going to leave us as orphans. Verse 19, yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. So he's telling them, the world's not going to see me. He's been saying over and over, I'm leaving, I'm going somewhere <clears throat> where you can't go. He's told them that he's going to die, but then on the third day he would rise again. They weren't sure what to make of that. Uh, they found that, they're going to find out very quickly that he meant it literally. And he's saying, because I live, okay, because I live, you will live also. And then he uh, will quote, uh, yeah, we'll close with this verse right here. <clears throat> well, maybe the next two verses. Verse 20, in that day, in what day? Well, the day he's talking about when they find out that he lives and, they, and they're going to live. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. So he's given more and more understanding of how he's in the Father, the Father's in him. We are in him. He is in us as believers. So therefore, we are in the Father also. Verse 21, whoever has my commandments... <clears throat> And keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. So we see Jesus giving more and more insight into what it means to be in him, that we keep his commandments, that we love him, and that he loves us. And the ones who love him will be loved by the Father, and Jesus will love him, us who are loved by the Father, and he will manifest himself to us. The greater degree of attention we give to the relationships right here, the more amazing it is <clears throat> to see how Father, Son, and Spirit are one. And then to see by the time we get through uh, chapter 17, how we as believers are one in them, in him, okay? In them and in him. If we could grasp that, if we could live by that, it would totally transform how we act and react with one another. It would totally change the way that the organism, the true body of Christ, relates to one another. <clears throat> The false body of Christ, the organizational people and all that who are not truly saved, would become so evident as to who they are. Okay? 
Now, there will be other ramifications of that, I have no doubt. <clears throat> but I believe it would set the church free and that people would flock to the kingdom because, because they would see what the kingdom really is. Anyway, we'll continue on to look more at this next time. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for being with me. I'll see you then.